You're listening to the Get Unstuck Podcast with business mentor, health and fitness influencer, and trainer Heather Newman. Each week, Heather provides you with tips and tools to glitter your soul and add sparkle to your life. Let's get unstuck. You are not a tree, so let's learn to move, change, and find true happiness by creating a vision and living your dreams. For blog posts, business tips, fitness training, at-home workouts, and more, subscribe to GlitterU.com. Now, let's get happy. Here's your host, Heather Newman. Hey, my friends. Welcome back to the Hashtag Get Unstuck podcast. This is episode number 134, and today we're going to talk about how to stop worrying. Now, this episode should honestly be dedicated to my amazing, beautiful mom. Um, She is classified herself throughout her whole life as, quote, a warrior, quote. Like, it's almost part of her identity. And if I could coach anybody on the planet, I hope that this episode brings a little bit of that aha moment to you if you are also a warrior or have labeled yourself as a warrior or feel that you don't have control over worrying. We are going to talk today about how to stop worrying, and these are tools that I use. I have to practice over and over again because I grew up hearing how to worry, (laughs) how to worry about this, how to worry about that, why you should worry about this. And you guys, I have learned that you cannot have faith and fear in the same breath. And my faith is strong. You guys know that. So if you don't know that, um, my name is Heather Newman, and this is the Hashtag Get Unstuck podcast. It's basically a podcast for women over the age of 40. Um, For all you women in the second half of life who are actually ready to take responsibility for your own well-being and start to create a life that you love living Um, after spending many, many, many years, around 47, 48 years of my life being a complete people pleaser and following all the rules, I was just stuck, you guys, and I was ready for a change. So I reinvented myself. I stopped outsourcing my happiness, and I have been brave enough to live a different kind of life. And I will be here each week to help you do the exact same thing This is going to be a lot of fun. So how is it going for you? Oh, my goodness, you guys. Summer is almost here, and it's my favorite, favorite season of all time. I have a summer birthday, which has always been a lot of fun. I've always enjoyed my birthdays. Um, But today on the show, I want to talk to you about worry, and I hope that I can help you stop worrying. (laughs) Did you know that you actually have the ability to stop worrying? You can stop the habit of worry. And today is the day that we're going to start practicing that. So I have three little tools, three little secrets of my own that I'm going to offer you today. And These ideas that I practice, um, they've given me a lot of power over worry, which is just amazing. It's absolutely the best feeling on the planet. 
So I just don't worry as much anymore, and I've I've decided, I made a decision to let worry go. I have different and way more useful thoughts about everything now, and the truth is about worry that it's just a really, really bad habit, and once you see it through that lens, once you understand that worry is a habit, it changes everything. It's a, it's a thought pattern shift, right? So worry pretends to be necessary, but it isn't. It, it's not useful at all. It doesn't serve anyone to worry. Worrying is nothing more than a loop in our brain on continuous repeat. It's like a record that just continues to play over and over and over again but it doesn't serve any great purpose. Uh, it actually can do some damage if you let it. If you worry enough and give it so much attention, I've witnessed this in my own life, that it can actually cause like a stomach ache and cause some physical ailments. So our brains like to worry. It's almost like an autopilot, and the more that you practice that habit of worry, in your life, the more you're going to just default to it, right? So our brain likes to avoid pain, and it likes to conserve energy, right? It's always kind of like on the lookout for trouble and thinks everyone and everything is out to get us, and it wants to keep us super, super safe, which is cool. It wants to keep us safe from all the danger out there, and also keep us safe from any danger that could come our way in the future. So it thinks that if we prepare ahead of time for the terrible future that it that awaits us, that we're going to be okay. It's like, let me stir up the worst case scenario and just keep repeating that over and over and over again, right? We suffer today about something that may not ever happen. I call it suffering ahead of time. Worrying is nothing more than worrying about something that you probably have zero control over anyway. So is it serving you to put a lot of energy into that habit? It really is a waste of our energy once you understand this and our precious time and it's using all of your energy and all of your resources. So, you guys, worry is simply thoughts. Worry is just sentences in our head. You have control or you have the power to organize those thoughts. Worry doesn't come from an outside source. It's caused by what we're thinking and what we're telling ourselves, what, what those sentences in, in our head are saying. So we have the power to stop that. It's not caused by circumstances. We, we don't have to, like, control people or situations to stop worrying. We just have to get really, really good at knowing that we are actually creating our own worry. And if we want to stop worrying, guess what? We absolutely can. 
we can take ownership of it and get our power back. I love that. I love empowerment. We can get good at being aware of our brain's tendency and recognizing that our thoughts and our worries are always optional. They're never necessary. All right, so here's my tool number one. Worry is optional. It's always optional. It's never required. It's never helpful. It's never useful. It doesn't just, like, happen to us. It's not genetic. I am proof of that. My mother is a uh, major warrior. <laughs> and I, I, hope, I hope that I can hand her some tools that will help her because it doesn't serve her. Worrying is a choice. Um, I hear women a lot say, well, I'm just a warrior. Like, it's almost like they can't help it. Like, it's part of their identity. Like, you guys, I promise you, you can help it if you want to help it. You can, you can stay on default. You can just be like, nope, I'm a warrior, and live with that. And that's one of those things, just like I tell my bar babes, right? Like, if you think you can't do it, you can't do it. If you think you can, you can. It may take practice. But whatever your brain guides for you and, and relives for you, that is where you will end up. So I promise you, you can help it if you want to help it. Worrying is a choice. It is always optional. So it pretends to be important, and it's almost like worrying tells us that it's able to prevent whatever's going to happen in the future. And that's not true. We have lots of different ways that we can think about every single thing if we want to. If we want to manage our thoughts, if we want to organize our thoughts, if we want to have power over our thoughts, we can really get creative and really good at it. So sometimes we get so attached to these worries and these thoughts that, you know, the thoughts that are causing us suffering, that we actually won't let, let go of it out of, I think, fear. We think somehow that if we keep worrying about it, that we can control the outcome. But that is not true. We treat worry similar to the way that we treat prayer. Like we ask everybody to worry with us, right? Like, please won't you worry about this with me so this bad thing doesn't happen? <laughs> but I don't think that's how prayer works, you guys. Like, I don't think it's necessary and I, I know it's not helpful. Not prayer. Prayer is always helpful. I don't mean that. That's a whole other podcast. But the worrying piece. Worrying about something is not going to prevent something from happen, happening. All it's doing is hurting you and possibly causing, you know, sick to your stomach, headache, feeling really, really low on energy because you're putting so much energy into the worry. So what if what we're thinking is, let's say, quote, the bad thing 
that's going to happen. What if it's not bad at all? Like, I can see that much of what I thought was a bad circumstance in my past was actually maybe a really good thing. And I used to worry a lot and stress a lot and ask for prayer a lot. And now I can see how this isn't really serving me in the best way. This isn't the most powerful way. Worry is not prayer. Prayer is very different from worrying. Prayer for me now is the opposite of worry. Prayer for me now is the opposite of stress. Prayer for me now is like the acceptance and love for what is and to have have God guide me through whatever that is and for me to have my own relationship with God through prayer. It's not pushing against the reality. It's not worrying and wanting something or someone to change or to be different than what it is or who they are. Like, we don't change any outcome by resisting it. And we don't change any outcome by thinking the outcome's going to be bad. We don't change any outcome by worrying it to death. (laughs) Worry is just not a useful tool. Worry isn't prayer. Worry isn't necessary. And worry is absolutely optional. This is my number one tool that I wanted to share with you. My second tool is to learn how to separate the facts from the thoughts, to stop letting your thoughts run away from you and dragging you with them. Like, you can get really good at sticking to just the facts. If you can dissect that and and really learn to categorize or put them in buckets, like, what is my brain telling me is going to happen and what are the actual facts and circumstances? If your brain's default is to jump into a state of worry every single day about everything, this is your first course of action is to restrain um, from doing that and slowly but surely learning how to dissect what is factual, what is circumstance, and what is just created in your head Like, recognize the most, most of it is probably drama and worry is completely made up. It's not factual and it's not necessarily true. Even if you're in a situation where you've experienced something similar before and you start to worry that the same thing may repeat itself, try really hard to understand that This is another time. This is another place. This is another circumstance. What are the facts here? You know, I remember when my kids first started driving, and every single time, you know, I'm not going to lie. I still get this. I still get this, and I still have to practice really hard to not worry. 
I mean, as a mom, you can't make us stop worrying completely. But when you understand your faith and know that you trust your kids and they're going to do everything in their power to stay safe, then it makes it a little bit easier. But I remember when my kids first started driving. Like, it's still kind of like this, and I still have to practice it. But, you know, when, they, when they're when they new drivers and they don't really have any experience under their belt, and every time I would hear of an accident or if I heard a siren, I would freaking go into a full-blown panic attack. Like crazy you guys like I guess I wasn't really paying attention to those things until I knew my kids were on the road and it's funny how your brain is almost looking for trouble your brain is dialed into things to make you worry so Anyway, I created a lot of worry and panic for myself throughout the years, and I would say a lot of it's been centered around, of course, people that I love and even my own life and and the direction that my life was headed and what I was doing, right? It's usually coming down to things about safety, but sometimes I would lie awake even at night and get myself totally worked up over nothing, and it was all caused by my brain. Just It wasn't the circumstance. You know, it it was just my brain having those thoughts. And panic is the feeling that is caused by a thought, not a siren, not anything like that. It's, it's panic. It's a feeling. And my brain was so practiced at the worst-case scenario, and I was so practiced at believing my thoughts that I was practiced at worry and drama and panic. Like, that was my complete freaking default. And sometimes, I'm not going to lie, if I don't practice what I'm telling you now, I can default back to that really quickly. It's a very slippery slope, but I need you to understand that these things are tools. These are these are practices. Just like when you're working out, you know, I, I going into 50, my goal was to be fit and 50. Fit and 50, right? I was like, I am not going to be out of shape. I wanted to be healthy. I wanted to feel active. I wanted to feel good in my clothes, in my body, for me, for nobody else, for me at the age of 50. I wanted to show myself that this was absolutely something that I could do. And I focused on that for two full years at 48, 49, and then going into 50. I had a goal. I wanted to meet that goal. I wanted to feel a certain way, and I hit that goal, and that's when I really dove into my nutrition. And the thing is, if I don't practice still eating well with whole foods, and if I, you know, slip back into a slippery slope of eating fatty foods and processed foods and things out of a bag and things out of a box and all of that, I will end up exactly where I was prior to, you know, fit by 50. So just understand that um, I didn't know then what I know now. And same with you. You probably didn't know until now what what you're going to know now after this podcast. And what I know now is that a circumstance is completely neutral. It's not good. 
it's not bad until I think a thought about it. And I used to think that there were like good circumstances and there were bad circumstances, but now I know that's not true. That's not true. Your circumstance is your circumstance. It could be good, it could be bad, it could be a rainbow, it could be whatever. Your circumstances are just facts in the world and in our life. And we get to decide and make the meaning out of that circumstance. We can make it mean something terrible and worry about it and lose sleep over it and make ourselves completely sick. Or we can look at it very objectively and stick to the facts and show up to the situation in a much more powerful and calm way. And that just feels so much better. And, you know, again, I'll bring up men. I live with three men. You've got to understand, my my children are young adults. I live with three guys. And it really wasn't until raising boys, and my mom's a boy, as I know you know what I'm talking about here. In raising boys, I learned that it wasn't just the way my husband thought. It was the way men thought. They are wired very different than women are wired. And men seem to be naturally better at this than we are. They on the they just seem to get it that when they they can departmentalize when things are circumstances and it's a neutral or facts and it's neutral. They stay pretty neutral and very like matter of fact, right? For some reason. We want our husbands to get as worked up as we are. I used to do this all the time, and I still catch myself sometimes, but I'm getting very, very good at this because I have the tools now. We want them to get all, like, worried about it, too, and talk about it. Like, let's talk about this. But they don't want to, and they won't. They won't. They're not wired like we are. It's been a tough few years. Have you felt a little lost, fell off track? Or maybe your life feels like it's been flipped upside down? Are you ready to get back on track with a simple jump start the healthy way? The 7-Day Sugar Detox, Sugar is the Devil book, is now available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. It is a straightforward shortcut that tells you exactly what to eat and how to do this. The 7-Day Sugar Detox, Sugar is the Devil workbook and guide by Heather Newman will help you navigate a new healthy relationship with food. It will teach you which foods work for you and those that don't. This 7-Day Sugar Detox Guide is meant to be a staple. It's not a one-time use-only book. It's one that you'll want to keep coming back to over and over again for guidance. It's the permanent solution that you've been looking for. This guide is used as a resource to get you back on track when you fall off, and we all do. It's a journey, not a destination. So happy to hear how many of you are enjoying this book, getting massive weight loss results, and use it as a tool after those binging weekends when you've really whooped it up. It's the perfect easy-to-follow guide, including a grocery list and meal planning recipe options for breakfast, lunch, snacks, and dinner. If it's not on the list, it's not for us. Be sure to grab yours today and grab one for a friend. The 7-Day Sugar Detox, Sugar is the Devil by Heather Newman is available in a paperback and a hardback version. Visit the website www.sugardetox7.com or simply find it on Amazon and Barnes & Noble websites. Sugar is the devil. 
So as annoying as it can be for us wives who are in the habit of worrying, it's actually the best thing for us that they don't really respond. They don't really react like that. It's brilliant. So you can actually learn a lot from your guys, from your husbands. Just give me the facts attitude. It's just like when you're texting and a woman tends to put all this emotion into a text. You guys just get to the facts. Be short and sweet and simple and it's actually better. It's more helpful. It's more useful. So the way to go is to be like the men out there. So hats off to you guys. You've got another one, I have to say. Sometimes that simplicity of thinking serves us well. Turns out you guys have a couple of things that you might actually be better than we are. <laughs> so listen up, girls. Let's get good at what's actually true. What's factual that everyone on the planet would agree with you about, right? Like nothing is a problem if we don't make it one. Stop drumming up drama and creating worry and panic about something that hasn't even happened or probably won't even happen. Get really good at pulling the facts out from your made-up story in your head, and that's my tool number two. Tool number three is to decide to believe that all is well, because it is. If you have faith like I do, you understand this. I truly believe it. All is well and all will be well in the future. Life is 50-50. And once you know that, the, I mean, we know life's going to throw us a curveball, no doubt. It always does. That's life. We get to create our reality, though. So if we choose to worry over, over peace and acceptance, then we choose needless suffering for ourselves, and we need to create a life that we love living. So we always have a reason not to love it. We always have a reason to complain and gossip and fret and worry. We never allow our life to just be good. We don't allow our people to be good. We never allow ourselves to be good. Like we're so stuck in our negative story and endless fears and made up troubles that we just won't let go. So I'm here today to ask you to give it up. It's almost like it becomes our little um, blankie. My, both of my boys had a blankie. They may or may not appreciate me sharing that with you, but I mean, hello, they did. That's, that's cute. They had these little blankies, right? And I would say some people call them like a, um, a security blanket or a whoopee or whatever you used to have or someone used to have. You know what I'm talking about, something similar to that. But our babies outgrow their blankies when they mature, and we're supposed to do the same exact thing with our worries, right? We can set them down and we can let them go. We don't need them anymore. We don't need to cuddle with them. We don't need to hide from life using them. Our brain isn't the boss, remember? We are the boss. You are the boss. I am. And if I know anything for sure, it's this as well today and all will be well in the future for me and for you. All is well. My only job is to stay focused on what makes me feel the most alive right now, right now, and do more of that. Stay in love, 
stay curious and just keep on going. My only job is to manage my thoughts and my emotions, and I hope that you do the same. Because there's truth about the future. We get to create it. We decide ahead of time how it will play out. We're actually making it up as we go. I know that sounds kind of deep. You may not be there yet, but you guys, why would we suffer ahead of time with terrible stories in our head? My life is amazing because I make it amazing, and I will always choose to make it amazing. I create the amazement of my life by the way that I choose to think about it, and you can do the exact same thing. It's not because I don't have problems but because I don't worry about those problems. I don't focus my energy on those problems. I accept them, and my problems are not a problem for me anymore. I know all is well, even with the so-called problems. I know that all will be well in the future. This too shall pass, even though there will be problems because I trust myself, and I trust I'll know how to think about them. I don't over-dramatize them or make them a big deal because they just aren't in my world. I don't want that to be my focus. I won't allow that to be my focus. This way of thinking has allowed me the freedom to enjoy my everyday life and not miss it with the made-up nonsense of worry. I don't think about it should be better or it should be different than this. I think about it's awesome just exactly how it is today. And if I want changes to be made, I decide, come up with a plan, I visualize it, and I make it happen. I don't worry now and I won't worry later because all is well and all will be well. And that is my tool number three. So my friends who get caught up in the worrying about all the things, Let's just recap these tools to practice so you, too, can begin to set yourself free from the useless, useless habit of worry. Number one, worry is optional. It's never necessary or useful. It's just a bad habit that you can drop right now. Tool number two, get good at sticking to the facts. Separate the facts from your dramatic story, and in other words, just think like a man. And tool number three, and this is my favorite, and this is probably the most powerful of all, know that all is well now, and all will be well in the future. Truly, this too shall pass. You just get to decide that this is true, and only good things come from believing this way. Trust me, I know. I live this way. So the better you get at managing your thoughts and your feelings, the less time and energy you'll spend on worry. You never have to try and control the people and situations outside of you. You always and only, like, have to learn how to control you. That's the best news of all. Like, stop worrying and start experiencing a peaceful, powerful life. It's completely possible, and it's truly the best life ever. I adore you guys so much for showing up today. This is such a fun thing for me to do, this life coaching session through the hashtag Get Unstuck podcast. I'm loving it. And I will see you next 
week. Have a great one. Oh, real quick, don't forget, in order to celebrate these new sessions, this new mindset, thought pattern, and life coaching series, I am doing a giveaway. And a few of my favorite people who leave me a review on the podcast, on iTunes, will receive a few of my favorite things. So the lucky listeners, um, it doesn't have to be a five-star review, but you know that I would totally, really be so grateful if that was the case. Um, I do want your honest feedback, though. So that way I can create something awesome that provides a lot of value to you moving forward. It's really helpful if you actually indicate which episodes spoke to you the most so I know what kind of content you're actually enjoying here. So please go visit, jot this down, glitteru.com forward slash prizes. And on there, you'll be able to find out how to leave the review, where to leave the review, and then drop your name and email. And I will be announcing the winner's either on the podcast or I'll be reaching out to you um, directly through your email. So thanks again for listening to the hashtag Get Unstuck podcast. If you want more information or any of my resources, please visit GlitterU.com or my online studio at ToneIn10.com. I'll talk to you later. Thanks. Bye. Hey, friend. Thank you so much for listening to Heather's Get Unstuck podcast. Her goal is to help as many women as possible, and if this episode helped you in any way, you can directly impact Heather's efforts by simply sharing a screenshot of this to your social media or team. Also, if you're looking for additional support, feel free to find Heather on Instagram at GlitterU, her website at www.glitteru.com, and or join the free Get Unstuck Community Facebook group.